What's going on everybody? Welcome to episode 5 of Cinema Scoop and we are talking War for the Planet of the Apes. And he said War of the Planet you of the Apes. see how easy it is to get that wrong? <laughs> I clarified before we started and I'm still saying it's harder to say. Well the other two were of the Planet yes, of the Apes. Exactly. So this one kind of bucks it the trend and it's a up. bit hard. It trips you up yeah. every time. Every time. Okay. Anyway, War on for the, the Planet of the Apes. Okay. Um, <laughs> so as usual, before we get into that, we're going to talk news, movie news. And there's lots, oh, lots of shit to talk about this week. Because D23 has just happened. We have. Well, let's let's talk about the, the one of the few trailers we got this week, which was, which was the third trailer for American Assassin. <laughs> which is mostly same as the other ones. You get a little bit more plot in this one. Yeah, um, I, I think it's great. I'm trying not to watch it too many times. I'm slightly concerned that I'm going to know too much about what's happening now. Um, but it, it still looks amazing mm. and I'm very excited. And especially hot off of uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, it's good to see Michael Keaton in another role, which yep. looks like he's going to be it's, oh my hitting God. it out of the park again. I mean, he was kind of a badass in Spider-Man, but, the, you know, but still American a great Assassin, role. Yeah, but American Assassin takes it to the next level. Mm. He's, um, he bites off somebody's ear in the um, trailer. That's, that's out cool. in October. Okay, that's yeah. pretty badass. That actually happened in the book as well. Awesome. Uh, sorry, October? it's September 15th. September, okay. Yeah. Right, well, we'll sure be doing a podcast for that. We are there counting are down the things. days. A lot of good things coming out in September. Yeah. That's good. Yes. Not that much coming out next week, which is problematic. Yeah, I'm know. actually feeling like the next couple of weeks are not great for movies. I feel like we've had all the big ones now with, yeah. with Guardians and Spider-Man. Um, moving into kids' Even movies, Baby Driver turned out to be a one that wasn't yeah, even on my an radar. An unexpected hit. But mm. we could possibly use those weeks to go back and look at previous big mm. films or look at franchises. You know, we'll still yeah. have a lot of things to say. We don't shut up. And we're going to... Next week, really? um, we'll set this now rather than leave it to the end. Next week, we're going to be doing, looks like we're going to be doing Cars 3, as there's not much else to talk about. Although me and Vicky are going to go and see... It Comes at Night. It, it Comes at Night, night. Amy's... Which I refuse to see on principle. All right, we know. Horror is not your thing, but we'll um, we'll probably do a mini <laughs> podcast just for that one, or maybe yeah. maybe even just a review and on And I there. will sit silently and mock and judge. Um <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to do Dunkirk on the simple fact that I refuse to be that depressed. My mum wants to go see that. My mum does too, but she can't find anyone to go with her. She We're going to go together. <laughs> Right, so we're gonna have a, a mum runs podcast a play date with our mum. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so your parents are gonna be doing the podcast for us. Wow. Yeah, if my mum actually podcast. listens to this, which she might, I'm sorry, mum. <laughs> yeah, we'll just give them a bottle of wine each, sit them down. It'll my be fine. can't drink, that's worrying <laughs> in and of itself. Give my mum both bottles of wine. We've got a hell of an interesting podcast. <laughs> my mum's right, so let's let's steer <laughs> this back. <laughs> to something of a, a related topic. So we had D, D23 this weekend. It's still going on yep, at the moment. It's uh, 8 o'clock in the UK right now, but it's still going full steam ahead today. It's only the weekend, right? It's I just believe so. I think today's the last day. So let's talk about what we had so far. So we got... Well, the frustrating thing is we got stuff, but we haven't got we stuff. We haven't seen it. Because we haven't seen anything. There, there been... is stuff to be had soon. Yes. Hopefully they will release it for public consumption before too long. But right now we just know what we're seeing. We have information. So we have, uh, let's start this off with Wreck-It Ralph 2. We got, well, they showed footage for Wreck-It Ralph 2. It sounds, I mean, this film has been on my radar since the first one Well, you loved the first one. We didn't know much about the first film though, did we? Because it really came out of the left field of us. Because we sat Mm. down and watched it. Not really much idea 
about it. No expectation. Absolutely spectacular. And I yeah. think all three of us were just so like that. For, for fans of video games, especially, yeah. it was. It look, hit all look, the right notes. For Dan, as soon as Sonic came on the screen, that's it, he was done. Yeah. Uh, but literally, this as movie, soon as Sonic came on the screen, he disappeared well, and that was it. I mean, yeah. it was... And yeah, that was enough. And yet this film <laughs> looks like... it from, from the moment they announced this, they said that we we're going to get Mario into this, which is great. I'm not a huge Nintendo fan, but I appreciate the fact they're doing this. What and excites Mario's me the peak of that. is the footage that they showed with the characters of, uh, of Ralph and Vanellope going into the internet and going to the Disney princess website or a disney princess website and meeting every single disney princess they brought all the original actresses out onto stage i think it's just from bell or ariel onwards probably Mm. bell onwards so all the latest disney princesses i don't i no, they were the ones that were at the expo i think they are getting snow white and cinderella and aurora as well but those voices weren't at the expo for well, I mean, to be fair, those are recorded such a long time ago. It might yeah. be hard for them to get hold but of yeah. Even so, the, like, the idea of... I didn't know too much about the plot before this, but the idea that Vanellope's um, Sugar Rush game breaks yeah. and they have to go onto the internet to find a part to fix it, whatever that means, whether it's yeah, software it's or something. But interesting way of doing and, it. And then Ralph is trying to find a way to go viral and they have mentions oh, of Sum Sums <laughs> um, and they've got Star Wars characters yeah. in it, Marvel characters. It just sounds so good. And Disney I'm owns so much now. They can just throw so much in there. They don't have to ask rights or anything mm. for all these Disney characters, Star Wars characters, they Marvel characters. mix it up they and it doesn't do whatever matter. they want with them. And I'm glad that they are. And this yeah. is a film that, because I loved it so much and they announced that they were doing the sequel, I was terrified that it was going to be one of those instances where they announce that they do it or they don't announce that they do it. And it, with all the other sequels that we get, this is the one that I was most hoping that they would do. And they have, which is great. Um, and unfortunately, it's a good and bad thing, but most of what they've announced at D23 is sequel and prequel mm-hmm. and reboot stuff. That's but not a bad move ones. for them. But They have a lot of franchises going at the moment, so that is understandable. But there were still a few things in there that were new films. They had one, which we'll talk about, which is A Wrinkle in Time. Did you yeah. see the trailer for this? I saw that there was a trailer, but um, then we came out and did this. I've so. seen the trailer and I still don't know what it's about. It, okay. it looks very much like Tomorrowland. Very strange, surreal. I'm not that sold style. on it, but... You know, it doesn't look bad. I just no. don't feel like, like I've just looked it up on IMDb while you were watching that, and the, the synopsis that they've got just says: after the disappearance of her scientist father, three peculiar beings send Meg, her brother, and her friend to space in order to find him. Yeah, I watch There's a lot of sci-fi things, and that yeah, does sound no, quite. it's a trailer's it's a little vague. It's, it's just it's so it, I I have no idea. It what kind of looks like um Tomorrowland meets Stepford Wives kind of thing. Yeah, with, with the with the little houses and the. But well, that, that might be a good thing, going people. in there not having any expectations. I, I don't necessarily it. say it's a bad thing, I just have very little, it's I'm not, taking yeah. very little away whatever, from that whatever, However it's perceived, it's nice to see Disney still dabbling in original. Yeah. I yeah. At least Chris I think Pine's it's original. doing it, you know, maybe it'll be I've not worth seeing. Well. Before, but... You know. Alright, so, the next is the, the thing that I'm most excited about, other than Wreck-It Rough 2, which is that they showed off Lion King. Live action Lion King footage. Which was apparently a shot-for-shot recreation of the Circle of Life. And Hugh Jackman is Scar. I saw this, yeah. It's going to be fantastic. I'm so excited for this. I, I saw the Jungle... I was not excited for the Jungle Book no. at all. Yeah. I don't really like the original very much. Maybe it's just too much before just, my time. It's just a little outdated. But the only... loved, loved the new one. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. as, soon as, they, as soon as they did that, um, 
I was watching the the stampede scene, thinking this is this is so familiar. There were so many notes that were familiar from the Lion King in that. Yeah. And I thought, wouldn't it be great? And then lo and behold, they announced they were doing it with uh, John Favreau directing. So that should be awesome. interesting. And that's coming out twenty nineteen. So we've got a bit of a wait two, for that. Yeah, but like two years on that one. But, uh, you know, Incredibles two finally oh got God, a trailer. I can't so of all the films that Pixar have done, with yeah, the amount of cars, really... yeah, <laughs> yeah, which apparently they're doing another and one planes, in space. Uh, they're spinning off planes into something to do with space. Yeah, the spin-off of the spin-off. I'm uh, totally. Yeah, and yet we're well. only now getting Incredibles too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Maybe we'll they wanted to wait and make sure it was good. Maybe. Well, we'll see how that one goes. Um, Hopefully, it'll be worth the wait. We got a behind-the-scenes video of Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Yeah. Not to be unexpected. Doesn't that's give you much. Really but, TV now. It so is, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that looks. I mean, it's Star Wars. We got a transcript of a scene from Infinity War as well. Infinity War. Infinity War. Are you stealing real? He's still winning the fights the Caribbean. <laughs> Alright, we be seeing Infinity War. I hiccup when I was saying that. We've got a behind-the-scenes footage of Infinity War. Yes. No, it was a scene of it. A transcript of a scene of it. Wait, no, it wasn't Infinity War. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it was a cover up. No wait, I went to watch Spider Man Homecoming last night. That was it, that's what I saw. <laughs> okay. I haven't seen this. Um, no, um, I just saw I can't remember where I saw it. I'm gonna have to find it and bring it up because okay. it just it looks like it might have been a trailer or something or just a I think it was a scene. Maybe. Um, so maybe because yeah. they couldn't video it, somebody just transcribed yeah, they it. Just did and a they... transcript of right. it and it Unfortunately, that's what most of the, uh, the the news yeah. coming out of this is people reviewing it. I'm sure that they will release. Yeah, I teach... think they will do because I know that someone I follow that follows the Disney stuff more to do with the parks than any the, any of the films. But she um, videoed the parks panel, yeah. so I know that they're not they're not stopping them from, from doing yeah. that. They don't stop you from filming, so. Hopefully, hopefully it's just hopefully shortly we'll... home yet and no one's uploaded anything yet. So within the next few days, maybe we'll see some more actual video hopefully. footage of things that have uh, So we've got new uh, Mary Poppins Returns footage with yeah, Emily yeah. Blunt in the role. Oh, she'll make a great That is Mary the Poppins, only reason that I'm actually... Because yeah. the original Mary Poppins is lovely and very classic, but watching it as an adult, it's really long. Yeah. Like, I'm surprised how long it feels. And so the only reason I'm really excited about the new one is because Emily Blunt would And will be this, this is definitely something that you're seeing. I would have thought that any Mary Poppins film being made without Julie Andrews' involvement would be met with criticism. But the fact that Emily Blunt's been announced, it they seems to be getting well. almost universal praise. I didn't yeah. realise that she was so well-liked. I think you can just tell by from the things she's done before mm. and her personality that she will make a good Mary Poppins. Yes. If anyone was going to replace... You know, Julie Andrews. She would be oh, the she's a good choice. Yeah. Um, so. We got John Lasseter announced that he was stepping down as director of Toy Story, but mm. that his co-director John Cooley was taking up the mantle. So it doesn't sound like so there's, there's, there's huge shoes to fill because he was all co- already co-directing anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he gave an explanation as to why, but, you know, it's Toy Story 4. They're certainly not going to make that decision without... No the right pieces in place mm-hmm. to carry it's on. It's like the foundations of Pixar. That's the first one that they ever did. They, yeah. have, they have to carry on with it. Well, completely. I have to say, with Disney this year, with, with, with Toy Story 4 and with Han Solo, they're really sort their director this year. I know. <laughs> they're causing it's themselves a lot of delays. Yeah, um, speaking of delays, they finally announced the casting for Aladdin. Yep. Which Will everyone's Smith. just complaining about anyway. Will Smith is the genie. Yeah. I'm mixed I, on I'm that. happy with yeah. that. I'm not so no, sure. I like it. Mum said, "Oh, they should get Eddie Murphy to do it." I'm like, "He's playing Mushu. He can't be. He can't be anybody." He can't, no, he can't. That's not. Unfortunately, Eddie Murphy like has made so many bad acting choices <laughs> in the last decade that is a bit of a risk. Smith is still clawing it back. <laughs> yeah, but 
Yeah. How else did you have play the genie? Because the only person who ever feels right is going to be Robin Williams. You don't. And we just can't have him. You don't want a Robin Williams replacement or, no. or an impersonator. No. So you need someone that has their own um, sort of personality that's big enough. To As I said to you, shoots, Amy, if he can channel is, that Fresh Prince, yeah, um, Men in Black, with, original right? Independence yeah. Day kind of energy, he could do a great job with it. Yeah. If not, I would actually say that the um, Aladdin on Broadway genie. Yeah, he was amazing. He's a really good personality. He does it really well. It'll be interesting to see True. if he's going to be CGI'd or not. If he's going yeah. to be an actual actor, I'm not it's so... It's got to be a name. Yeah. I, I don't know. But... If, if it's... If it's an if it's CGI and they make it look like the original genie, he was so heavily designed around I, Robin Williams. I think, I think it would be better to make him, you know, film it as Will Smith. Maybe, maybe go they a different can do route. Do a combination with that. of the two, still CGI him, but make him more Will Smith. I imagine they will do Robin because the, the genie's character is that he uses powers and things to kind of but be he, larger than life. Yeah. So. yeah. Um, because what else? We got Dumbo started production officially. Yeah. Live action Dumbo. Yeah. Um, the only thing I know about that is Michael Keaton is in it, as he is in everything he really? right now. Yeah. Yeah. He's doing good. <laughs> hope he doesn't. I'm not even sure what character he's playing. He's, just he's a lot it. more established than The Rock, so let's just hope he doesn't go with the, with the way of The Rock with the overexposure at the moment. <laughs> but he's Michael no, Keaton. Michael so Keaton's it's... just having a resurgence. Yeah. He's been around forever. Mm. Oh, wow. uh, so we'll see I'm more about that. that. I, I'm not too excited about Dumbo. I don't like the original. I actually mm. only watched it for the first time about three years ago and didn't realise quite how short it was. It is very yeah. short. It's an hour. That's um, it. It's very short, and a lot of it is him having a trip on alcohol. Mm. <laughs> it's quite depressing. Yeah. Yes, Pink Elephants on Parade. It's yeah. amazing. But very inappropriate for children. It is in some ways. It is. Yeah. Um, and the only other thing I, know, I found this week was we got the first image for anybody who cares for the new Saw Legacy film. Snore. Yeah, I'm over it. I was over it after the first film. So. I'll, I'll check it out because those films always interest me. Despite you always their, do, despite the fact that they're, they're, they're always terrible. So that's it. Quite a lot of Disney information. And Kingdom Hearts 3, for anybody that cares, finally got a release date of next year. Cool. Hooray. Which should be good. Which means that Dad will be spending more money. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, so from there we're going to go back to last week's format of doing the trivia first. So yes. we don't talk about all of the answers to the trivia questions. Before we ask the questions. Oh, trivia um, questions. So we will see. Yes, this week, rather than coming up with our own buzzers, because we decided that he's just too quick off the mark with that, Dan and I decided that what we're going to do is get oh, our sure, better. That's the reason I was winning. No, but, but some of the time I knew the answer, but I just didn't get in there first. So this way, we're, we're trying a different thing to see if that makes any difference. Basically, we have to come up with some way to stop him from trouncing us with you. Well, he's probably going to win on this week anyway, because he knows more about the franchise than I do. I don't know about that. I, I'd like to point out that I'm still trailing behind with five points, as opposed to Amy's 13 and you're 20. Yeah, so, so he's almost got no chance. Even if, I, even if right. I beat you on every question, I'm still five points behind. That's and true. only two points ahead of me it's not yeah right. he's still not going to be doing amazing right so um, we're going to be competing anytime you have a question you'll got, hear this sound and i will be able to see whose hand hits the bell first so right, right. So, are we ready this week should be your hands should be hovering it has to be on the table fair enough fair enough i think that's that's fair that's right it's raining yeah okay um, we, i think we're all right Door yeah. open, right? Yeah, it'll be fine. What? No, it's gonna. It's we're gonna shut the door. I'm gonna go for the. If we're gonna shut the door, okay. then we're gonna have to put the fan on. I'm gonna pause. Okay, so just to recap, the current tally stands at me with five, Amy with thirteen, Vicky's in the lead with twenty. And uh, are you both comfortable? You got your hands on the table. We have, as appropriately, this week will be around Planet of the Apes themed. Mm -hmm. Of course. 
Hopefully nothing too much about the original because I'm not massively versed in it. Me neither. I have like two questions and only one of them is really about the original. Quite a lot of it is pop culture, so you know, you might get it. We might get it. I yeah, know. I didn't ask anything that I didn't know the answer yeah. to and so that's a fairly good indicator. Okay, so question one. Question one. Question one. Why is this a thing? We did this last <laughs> week and I'm really not no, sure why we're doing it. We're going ahead with this. Just get used to it. Okay. I can't help it every time that I'm not the one that says it first. I just laugh. Because <laughs> I don't know why we're doing it. Okay, question one. Question one. Question one. How many movies have there been made total? Oh. <laughs> is this going to get vicious now? Maybe we should go back to the old version. <laughs> I'm going to guess 12. No, I didn't know the answer. No. Vicky. Nine. Yes. What? Oh, my God. You're hilarious. It was worth just hitting Vicky's hand. Oh, my God. We have to get another bill. This is too much. I'll bring mine next time. Yes, please. Okay, question two. Question two. Question two. (laughs) See what I mean? (laughs) Name the monkey from the zoo in War of the Planet of the Apes. Oh, crap. <laughs> Seriously? Zoo? Bad ape. Yes. Oh. I actually Please, forgot that he was from the zoo. That was the easy one. No, I totally forgot he was from the zoo. Oh, my God. Yeah, okay. that makes sense now. Number th- question three. Question three. Question three. Who plays Caesar? Andy Serkis. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Vicky, this is not fair because you have a bigger hand than Vicky, but oh, yeah, more fair if it was the two of us. I mean, not my hand. Even if my hand was bigger, it's just to still get there first. Question floor. Question floor. <laughs> Question floor. Question floor. Question floor. <laughs> Question four. Did you just snort? <laughs> oh, no. Question four. Question four. Question four. Who starred in the 1968 Planet of the Apes? Charlton Heston. <laughs> You're supposed to wait for me to call it. Why? Because that's fair. No, I think he was going to answer. Question five. Question five. Question five. <laughs> said it right that time. Don't mock me. This was a little harder. Okay. Which line does Tom Felton have in Rise of the Planet of the Apes that is taken from the 1968 version? Get your hands off me, you damn dirty ape. Take your hands off me, you damn dirty ape. You're both off slightly, so I'm taking hers because it's close enough and she was first. Take your stinking paw off me, you damn dirty ape. You dirty ape. (laughs) Question six. Question Question six. Six. We're now competing over who gets to say it first. Come on, people. This is a very competitive game. This is slightly harder one okay so pay attention okay what is the name of the medicine james franco's character is developing and for which disease is it it's for alzheimer's and it's al112 az112 alz112 yes <laughs> <laughs> on your third try that was three guesses would you uh, have put it right first time that's not the point. yes it is <laughs> it's entirely the point okay it, this is that one point or two points that was one point. <laughs> she asked two questions, I'm asking. I did ask two questions, but it is only one point because otherwise it doesn't make sense each week. That's fair. I just thought that the the second part was easier, so if no one knew the first part, <laughs> it's not how it works. You don't get two points for getting Charlton and Heston right. <laughs> <laughs> My theory was I wasn't sure if anyone would remember the ALZ112 thing. No, no. So I thought that way at least you'd get part of the question right. Well, to be honest, point. after you remembering how many bricks there were on a Lego Death Star <laughs> yeah. last week, I think anything's possible. That, that is, is entirely true. true. And okay. I... 
2,803, am I still getting it right? I think so. I think so. I might not ever remember, so. forget that for the rest of my life. Okay, question seven. Question seven. Question seven. How old is Caesar in War for the Planet of the Apes? 30. No. Um, he would be 25. <laughs> no. What are you thinking? No. <laughs> you're kidding. 20. Okay. Are you looking at the calendar <laughs> trying to figure it out? She's counting. Does anybody know how old he was at the end of the first movie? 20? No, he was about 10. He was eight. Eight. So clearly we have no idea. We so just stopped guessing. Eight, then 15 years after no. he was Dawn of the Planet of the no. Apes. No, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes took place 10 years after. Right. So he was 18. And War for the Planet of the Apes took place two years after that, so he was 20. I said 20 of my, like, my fifth guess. 25. Again, not how it works. <laughs> I'm willing to stretch you, but, you know, that's just bending. Uh, okay. Mine are double Question eight. Question eight. <laughs> Question eight. What does Woody Harrelson's character say when he first meets Caesar? <laughs> Don't know the answer. <laughs> guess. There you are. <laughs> no. Do you want to take a guess, Vicky? Stab uh, in the dark? Something about his eyes being almost human. That is actually right. I mean, it's not exactly word perfect, but that is, look at your eyes, almost human. Yeah. So I think that's about as close as we were going to get. I didn't expect anyone to get it word perfect. You just lost the contact lens. Yes. Oh dear. I was making her cry so much. She's lost the contact lens. <laughs> you have hit her hand so hard. She's cried so much. She's lost <laughs> the contact lens. I think she should get a point for that. As close as you, I think you, so. you didn't even come close to that. So <laughs> my answer was just going to be high. Right. Right. A bit too Can you see again now? Yes. Are you sure? Yes. Out of both eyes, or just the one? No, I'm good. <laughs> Are you winking at me, or is that you know, you know adjusting your contact lens? That makes me really uncomfortable. Please don't do that. <laughs> so those people that wink with their mouths. This is a podcast. I hope you can see you do that. Well, edit it out then. I, I don't you care. Just your mouth. That would be creepy. <laughs> can we please get all the questions? And it's more than coffee trying to ease on me. Pac Man. Speaking of Pac Man, I just thought we watched um, we watched Pixels again the other day. Yeah. I forgot how funny that film was. Oh. I know there are a lot of people that don't like it, but that whole scene. Hello. My sweet little boy. <laughs> it is amazing. That's Unfortunately, so I couldn't sleep before that bit, but that was pure tiredness. Well, some of us care about cinema. Carry on. Okay, question nine. Question Are you ready for this one? Because I know you both know the answer. So, right. Question nine. Name question nine. the doctor who appeared in 1968, Planet of the Apes. Zayas. Doctor Zayas. Doctor Zayas. Oh, Doctor Zayas. Doctor Zayas. Doctor Zayas. Can I play the piano anymore? Of course you can. Well, I couldn't before. Uh, classic. Okay, and question 10? Question 10. Question 10. Final question. Final question. Final question. <laughs> Name two of the three ape laws. <laughs> you didn't know what I was asking. <laughs> Go on then, Dan. <laughs> Go for it. Two of the three ape laws. <laughs> Thou shalt not steal. <laughs> no. Come on, think about it. You might not have described as that, but there's... Some things that they repeatedly say. Ape, not kill ape. Yep. I thought that was it. <laughs> no, that's one of the three. <laughs> one. There's another one. There's, the third one, I didn't think that either okay, of you would know. So but ape, there's ape, another ape, one that's repeated a lot. not kill ape and apes together strong. Yes. That's a law? Yeah. There's three ape laws. Ape, not kill ape. Apes together strong and knowledge is power. Apparently. All right. Well, hey. 
Now I'm in the lead. So how did you do? You're not in the lead. <laughs> How many did Vicky get? How, right, how so many have you got now, Dan? The tally now, so Vicky got five, I got four. The tally now stands at myself with nine, Amy with 13. You were rubbish this week. And Vicky with 25. <laughs> I think I got 10 because I got more, right? Yep. <laughs> you got more. Uh, right. no, that's fine. <laughs> that was a great Amy <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm um, insulted or, you know, impressed. Fair enough. <laughs> I'll keep trying then. This light is so hot. Keep on it. Okay, so right, underneath it. right, let's get into it. War of the Planet of the Apes. Um let's briefly talk about what it's about. War of the Planet of the Apes. So it's set two years after Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, and essentially we start off sort of with the monkeys, part of the war, and then Monkeys? Oh, I'm sorry, apes. I don't know why I always do that. Apes. Part of the war that's been going on in the last. Oh, it's confusing because it was originally titled "War of the Planet of the Monkeys." <laughs> <laughs> would you like me to synopsize, or would you like me to shove something? Did you up just your make nose? up a word? No, she's pretty right. sure synopsize is the real word. Yeah, I'm interested by that. Don't question me on word meanings. You know better than this. Do you not? Am I not? Shall I Google it? Please don't. Every time, and he's <laughs> always wrong. It. I'm not always wrong. So, <laughs> the apes are in their hideout and the military sends somebody to assassinate Caesar and they don't find him but end up unintentionally killing his wife and his son instead. Mm. And then the rest of the film, we essentially follow Caesar on his journey to take revenge against Willie Harrison's character, which is the colonel who shot his wife and his son. So, so I thought that was basically. really sad at the beginning. It I, was. I really didn't expect to feel that much for it because I wasn't that connected to the characters in Dawn of the Planet of the Apes because I watched it on um, Film 4 and there was a lot of adverts and kept getting distracted. Oh, I watched it when that was on. I sort of half watched it. <laughs> it's teach you a lesson. Never watch yeah. anything on Film 4. Yeah. But anyway, I didn't feel that connected in Dawn of the Planet of the Apes for that reason. So I really wasn't expecting to really feel that much when it opened as it did. And it really hit me, and I'm sitting there in the cinema, and I'm actually feeling quite choked up, which I don't do with a lot of movies anyway. Yeah. So what do we think? Overall, brief overall impressions. Overall, I really enjoyed it. Much more, I I enjoyed it at least as much as the, as the first one, if not slightly more. Mm-hmm. The second one, I wasn't over keen on, but mm-hmm. it might have just been, you know, I'm really not a fan of So Is it Zoba? Zuba. Zuba. Coba. Coba. Who am I talking about? Coba. Zubat. <laughs> Loved him. <laughs> We've veered off into Pokemon again. Yeah. Now I've forgotten his name again. Cobra. Cobra, I just didn't like. Right. Um, but I like the way they used him yeah. in the new one. No, I know, but sometimes that just puts me off of like, the whole thing. <laughs> I don't like that bad guy, put me off. No, but, <laughs> <laughs> I want to love everyone. I did, and also, I feel like I didn't connect with the human characters in the second one the way mm. that I did in the first one. I agree with that one. point. Um, no, no, I loved I really it. enjoyed it. I loved it as well. It, it was interesting because we saw this film in 4D. Um, that was interesting. That's an experience itself. I want to hear about because I've not seen anything in it 4D. Was, it was good. Ever. It was, as I said to you earlier, the, the only problem is it kind of takes you out of it a bit because when you have the really dramatic moments in the action, you know, when his family get killed, and, and by the way, as usual, spoiler alerts going forward, you have <laughs> a bit late now. Too bad. <laughs> <laughs> There's there's a lot going on and sometimes the excitement of being thrown around in your chairs can can take you out of it. But otherwise, yes. one moment quite near to the end of the film um, was a particularly violent shaking in the chairs, and I thought Dan was going to come out of his chair, which made me laugh at a very <laughs> dramatic moment that should not have been funny. Did not work. It was but, uh, actually. I mean, I've never been to a cinema 4D showing, mm-hmm. only the sort of the novelty ones you get at theme yeah. parks and things, but. 
I was surprised by how much 4D. Yeah. And it was almost constant. Yeah. Every time the camera panned or, or moved, the seats very gently yeah. tipped you with it. Just it just sort of swayed you as though you were moving with the camera. A bit disorienting, but I mean, they had... You get used to it, though. Especially with a film like this, they had... um. You know, snow coming down from the ceiling. Uh, oh, did they, they? Yeah, had wind rained. effects. They oh, had fantastic. the rainforest um, scenes. They had different smells come out. It was really, yeah. really immersive. It was cooler. And, and all in snow. 3D as well, obviously, as you mm. expect. So, yeah. how much extra was that on the other? It was six pounds extra. It's worth doing. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was worth doing. If you're up for it, I can see it again with you this week in 4D. It's really worth doing. I would be. Yeah, it was very cool. It was a very, very interesting cool. experience. As we I do say. a double bill with it. It comes at night. It if they come at night. You can find yeah. a day where you have four hours free. Yeah. <laughs> Possibly. Yeah. I don't need to work. <laughs> we'll go right now. It's he's fine. Hoping, hey, carry he's on. hoping your bosses don't listen to this. They threatened to do that earlier, actually. He's hoping they do. We I, need the listeners. And I threatened, I threatened that I was just going to talk about Team War for an hour and see what they thought about that. So, And that's why we're here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Vicky thoughts? Regardless. I thought it was the best out of the trilogy. Okay. And as a film, just by itself, I thought it was stunning. I thought that all of the cinematography was amazing. The editing was great. I felt that they did really well to have almost no expositional scenes at all. They had a small one between one. Caesar and the Colonel, which was to explain the Colonel's... <laughs> Every time you say the Colonel, I think of the guy from KFC. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it you have to cluck. It did have to cluck. <laughs> you had to cluck. It's compulsory when you right. talk about yeah. fried chicken. Um, and so to be able yeah, to explain a film like that was fantastic mm. and which you know it's kind of in a film like this you either know what's going on or you don't going to the end of the trilogy you don't need it all spelled out to you from the beginning well you again. shouldn't do and if you do then you clearly you're on your own right. this film is not made for you yeah. <laughs> but i thought to be able to do it all um with almost no exposition was refreshing yes and also i thought by the end of it the things it was getting so heavy like there was such brutal scenes going mm. on and again i didn't really expect to feel that much for the monkeys Apes. <laughs> See, it's easily <laughs> done. I really didn't expect to feel that much for the apes, but I really, really did. I was really connected to all of them, and I cared mm. what happened to all of them. And and FYI, yeah. thank God for Bad Ape because well, yes. well, the other one I felt very he was a, but... a small bit of levity in the film, and he brought good comic relief. I thought it could have been so cheesy and well, let's, so badly done. I want to put a pin in that because I, I want to talk about Bad Ape yeah, uh, later did. on. Yeah. So let's let's just r- jump right to the. Uh, the monkey in the room or the ape in the room. I don't know <laughs> which one to do anymore. I'm so confused. Caesar, he... Well, well did he die? Yes, I we think it's pretty so. explicit that he died. I, I think so. He, he died. <laughs> he died. <laughs> <laughs> he fell over and closed his eyes and the orangutan Okay, but sad. every night I go to sleep, I lay down and close my eyes. It doesn't mean it's the end of my but life. But have you joked have you an arrow in your lungs? Yes, every night I have an arrow in my lungs. <laughs> well, then you might be dead. So <laughs> But no, I think it's pretty explicit that he died, and I think it's kind of fitting because this trilogy was very yeah. much Caesar's story, and I think from beginning to end, from his birth to his death, he managed to get what he wanted for his tribe. He freed them, and he got them to a safe place. And I thought it was... It, was a, it was a shitty life for him, though. It yeah, was a really hard was. life. I think the only sad... Because it's not so bad when his, you know, his wife and his son had already died, so it's sort of like, okay, fair enough. But he's what? Like, fair no, enough. Fair enough that he would be going to join them in a manner of speaking. You know, it's yeah. not much left for him to do. Yeah, yeah. he has a son. He's made a hope, but that's the, that is the sad part. Yeah. Cornelius is still left behind. I mean, I guess it's like passing the torch. It's kind of got yeah. Maurice but, and, and Bad Ape now. But so Caesar's died. Yes. Um, 
But really this isn't nice. the last movie, apparently. No, I think I've heard that they are doing another because I think they might be wanting to take it on because the other Planet of the Apes movies have always been when the Planet of the Apes has been fully established and all of these three films have been working towards establishing this planet. This is what's yeah. interesting. So apparently the director said he's not looking or not considering doing a remake of Planet of the Apes at any point. I can understand that. So it's not going to get yeah. as far as the point where the actual planet's already been taken over no. and there are no humans left. So then really, we're only talking about one more film, right? Because they're close to that I anyway. Know, I, I, kind of, I kind of like the idea of leaving it with this movie. Yeah. Well, like the original Planet of the Apes is so ingrained in pop culture. I've never seen the original. I think I saw the Tim Burton one when I was younger. But I already I know, I don't think it's going to happen. You're not missing much with that. No. But I, I already knew everything that was going to happen because it's so ingrained in, mm. ingrained in pop culture. I don't really think it's, it's been really done in yeah. some sort of, you know, mocking way. you know, so unlike the Tim Burton version who came along and, you know, Clint wasn't a very good movie, wasn't accepted as a very good movie, hence the fact they rebooted it. Yeah. This trilogy has been so successful, one of the few examples of a trilogy that is better with every movie. Yes, yes. Um, I wish they would leave it at this point. I feel like it's been a good story arc and it's... I, I forget until this movie came out that it was, you know, there's a virus involved in this and because they don't touch on it too much. This is not a post-apocalyptic what happened to the human story. It's very yeah. much about the apes, yeah. you know, yeah. struggling to survive. From their it's point not, of view, from their perspective. It's not about humanity. And I think I like the fact that there is potentially more humans out there. There's parts of the world that they don't know what state it's in. I like that being a mystery. And I yeah. like that we don't know how many other tribes of apes there are because obviously we found Bad Ape and he wasn't from uh, Season's originally original game. So yeah. he wasn't part of the lab monkeys and he wasn't part of the zoo that he liberated. But or he didn't others. seem to have had any exposure to the ALZ one more well, He says he learned to talk from the humans. Yeah, but after the virus, because the virus spread worldwide. If you've watched the beginning of the second movie, it spread worldwide to every that single star. Okay, so the, <laughs> the virus spread worldwide, it hit everyone, so what's happening in this part of California that is centred around Caesar's gang is happening all over the world. That makes so much yeah. sense now. So it, it might be that only the apes are targeted to become more intelligent on this, um, humans will get wiped out and the few that are immune are slowly um, being affected by the drugs so they're becoming they're less intelligent. Speak, yeah. And they could be the people that we see in the original Planet of the Apes movies who can't talk and everything. Um, and everyone else is left alone. So that I think that this is a brilliant way to set up the backstory because when you watch Planet of Apes, you don't get told any of this. No, we it don't makes know so why. much more sense so, yeah. knowing on, about the virus. On this point, this is this is quite interesting because you have this virus who whose effects are now making humans mute. Yeah, which was aside from that, it, it was it was interesting. But aside from that, not much else happens. As evidenced by the little girl Noah, who can't talk, but other than that, you know, her she's, faculties are all intact. She she's to be fine. Yeah, she's capable of keeping herself alive. She's got basic survival mm. skills, yeah, and she's able to learn the same language that Maurice uses. But yeah. they're less intelligent. So I think what will happen is that the monkeys and the humans reverse roles. Which apes. Is what, apes, Vicky. Apes. Sorry, it's, <laughs> it's been said once now, and that's all I'll ever say again. <laughs> really, is that all it takes to say it once? Apparently. <laughs> okay, somebody's devolving yeah. right at this table. Uh oh. <laughs> No, but um, I think what they're going to do is the apes and the humans are going to change um, in their status so that where the apes are now unable to talk and they're unintelligent, that's where the humans will be. They'll be less able to be able to form all these 
governments and everything that Caesar and so they have have to take that over just by default. Exactly. So yeah. they will change phases. So I think that is the real effect of the drug that's going to go on the like one percent. Was it that is immune? Mm, something like that. Yeah. This is and this is an angle that I loved about these movies. I love that it's not a film from the human's point of view. Yes. That it's just about the apes and the way that they're being treated effectively. This is not a humans are the best species in the world. See, Let's retake like, the planet. Like every American disaster movie where the, the, the Americans save the day. This is not yeah. an egotistical <laughs> film by any stretch. This, no. is, this is really no. a film where you spend 99% of your time with CGI creatures, but in such a convincing way. Yeah. 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 You don't once, well, I didn't once during the whole of that film consider the fact that these creatures are just CGI. Mm. No. I didn't go, oh yeah. You, you do in the first, in, in the Rise of the Planet of the Apes, there's, when you see Caesar, it's incredible, but the, the stuff before that where he's younger is a little off. But that's purely because, but I mean, they were just starting. Before you get Anderson. That's true. Yeah, before, so before they could do it, like he, he just inherently makes CGI better just through his acting. He does. <laughs> did you did you yeah. see um did you <laughs> see him on yeah. a video on YouTube of him doing uh, reading out Donald Trump quotes as Gollum? No, yes, that was oh amazing. <laughs> uh, so, um, what well, I think what's interesting about this film the most is the fact that it's called War for the Planet of the Apes, but isn't really a war film. No, it's actually I'd say far more of a drama than it is an action movie. That is true. I think it's kind of a prisoner of war movie. Which yeah, you can only happen if yeah. there's a war, but I feel like it's not really a whole scale war. This is just one battle of a big war, but you can't really have battle for the planet of the apes because there's already a film mm. called that from the originals. But then you could just take the title. No one's going to argue. It's true. Well, they can do about it. <laughs> just, just do it. <laughs> what you can do? <laughs> I'm. She's got nothing on me, mate. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what you can do, huh? <laughs> Right. I read the description. I think the cider's gone to our heads a bit. This I is mean, what happens when you mix oh medication with alcohol. <laughs> Good God. I read a description about the title in the Empire magazine oh, yeah. and article that I was reading that I thought was quite funny yeah. and quite well put. God, you love a quote, don't you? I do, because sometimes other people say it in a way that's so right that you can't then rephrase it. You know, it has to be said in their words. Mm. That's what's great about words. written word. Why <laughs> would I need to say it in my words when they've already said it in their words? <laughs> um, God, you really says, need to be sponsored by Audible or something. <laughs> read, children. I suppose that wouldn't really encourage you I to would read, absolutely <laughs> do that. Listen. <laughs> read, listen, any sort of book-related topic. I'm good with that. Okay, so. <laughs> Thanks. What it says is that um, the conflict here, instead of being war, is um, one of morality, identity, and the boundaries of humanity. All the guns and napalm, while present, are secondary to war's purpose. A misnomer, certainly, but existential ruminations of the planet of the apes wouldn't sell nearly as much popcorn. Exactly. Which is quite <laughs> accurate. That's what it is. It's all about Caesar's yeah. journey of this, mm. the revenge that he feels he needs to take, yeah. and whether that makes him, like... Koba, I think you write this time, yeah. or not, Koba, yeah. and whether or Zubat. not he's he was going like to actually need to take this revenge, yeah. and whether it's right for him to do. Yeah, and and you really saw that with his yeah. character, that that struggle he had yeah. to want to kill. The and yet, even yeah. right up to the last, he just couldn't not do it. No. He could have done it, it was so easy, he could have stolen his original recipe of 13 herbs <laughs> and spices, but he didn't. 11. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Is it, is it sad or good that you knew that? I don't know why sure. I do that. <laughs> I 
feel so offended that you felt the need to correct me. <laughs> I feel so offended that everybody seems to know how many herbs and spices was, it is, and I, I don't. don't know why. Do I just that? felt so vicious. It was 11 twat. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> That's why you've been failing. You've been adding two extra spices. Chicken <laughs> <laughs> doesn't count. Uh, okay, so, um, all right, let's talk about bad ape. Steve Zahn is bad ape. Now, am I supposed to know who Steve Zahn is? He's been in a lot, but I had to look him up, and I don't think I would actually recognise him from any film. But he's been no. in a lot of films. I mean, over like seventy. Is he more like a, a character actor? Like, yeah, he's a he's a he's a, he's a comedic role. character who's not bad, but he's just never done anything massively notable. He, he was my favourite role in this film. Yeah. Oh, he was so good. He could have been a big misfire, but they did him so well. Perfectly executed yeah. to just be light enough take away from all of the heaviness and the drama yes. and the sadness you did need a bit without it being did, um, too much to make it ridiculous did you ever see Sahara no nobody did anybody else did you ever see Joyride or as we called it Roadkill yes is, but not for a very long time he was Paul Walker's brother I think in that oh the only thing I remember about that film was Paul Walker <laughs> I mean I'm, I'm really stretching to find something that you may have seen regardless it's fine. He was good as Bad Ape, and that's what we're all. He yeah. was fantastic as Bad Ape, and yeah, it was just so well, mm. well thought out and well yeah. put in. No, I thought he, he hit the mark really correctly in terms of comic relief. He was a nice addition to the team, and surprising because I thought based on the trailers he was going to be a bad guy. He was going to be another Cobra. Really? No, yeah. I didn't I get that. that. But I assumed right, he was well, going to be. A... <laughs> maybe I've been having too many <laughs> thirteen herbs and spices. <laughs> But I did assume he was going to be just a small part. Yeah. They were going to find him and maybe a few others that were sort of left survivors or something and move on from that. See, I watched the trailer before I watched even the first two films, so I had no idea who he was and that he wasn't an original part of the You thing. just assumed right. he was already in it. I thought the voice was the orangutan speak, and I don't know. Which oh. Maurice did speak. Maurice did speak, yeah. Which is a first, but I, it was I great. I love Maurice yeah. since the first movie. I've yeah, yeah, he's great. I love Rocket as it's well. a big softie. Yeah, Rocket's great. Which one was Rocket? Was Rocket the big one no. or the no the other one then? Yeah. Okay. I have trouble keeping their names straight. Yeah. I'm afraid. Um, we get Donkey in this movie. Oh, yeah. and Wingtar as well. Yeah. Both two sort of small but big parts. Big gorillas that um, that are not in it. Ghost join forces with the humans, and you know you see how that worked out for them. Mm. They Especially are... Wingtar, I was surprised that that, um, yeah. that Caesar killed him. Yep. I don't think he would have if he hadn't been about to tell on them again. Yeah, and I it think it, it was so yeah. close. It was necessity. I mean, Winter is the reason that but his wife and his, his wife and children died. Husband's wife and his husband. <laughs> <laughs> his wife and his son died. <laughs> yeah. Although who knows with eight, you know, eight families, maybe they're polyamorous. Um, Goes to show how um, the humans are treating the apes, even when <laughs> the intelligent apes are going over to work for them. They're called Donkey, as in a pack animal, and obviously Donkey Kong. They're showing absolutely no respect. You see, in the very first beginning of it, they're giving all the uh, packs to carry on, and he wants to get a gun out of his backpack, so he's literally shoving his head down, them around. And it's like, you could have just asked for it. Come yeah. on. He's smart enough to hand it to you. Yes. Um, which is why it was so great at the end there when Donkey like sided with Caesar, Caesar yeah. and and helped him get not, out. Not there. not surprising really, but, but you could sort of see Actually, it. Was it was a little bit fifty fifty to whether Preacher, the man that he saved at the beginning, or Donkey was going to be the one to save him because 
the trope is that you save someone at the beginning, he goes through the whole movie opposing you, that at the end he comes through and he saves Caesar, except mm -hmm. he didn't. And I was like, that was quite a refreshing little yeah, thing. Yeah, I that. half expected him to yeah. turn tight. So yes. you didn't know which one of them was going to be the one saving, whether... And it could have been neither, mm. to be honest, because the, the film doesn't stick to any no. other sort of yeah. you know, So Donkey could have been the one to try and hurt Caesar and then Preacher save him, or anything. Vice versa, which yeah. is kind of what happened in the yeah. end. But, so, uh, <clears throat> so this film we get introduced to Nova for the first time. Which is a reference to the original Planet of the Apes. It is indeed. I knew that but I didn't know in what form. I'm not sure. Is that like a character or a doctor? <laughs> she or was a... the silent woman who Charles Hurston oh, just yes, takes with her. Oh yes, of course. Yes. Now, right, did, right. did you guys pick up on uh, the Colonel picking up the doll? Yes. Straight yes, away. Straight I, away. I knew that was going to be something yeah. significant. Although it didn't occur to me that it would pass on the virus. Just that so little, little drop of blood. Mm -hmm. I thought, oh, he's fucked. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think it through that far. I was just like, well, that's obviously going to be significant later. That's rare really for you. Because you usually pick up on all these this things. This just goes so to show more. you how much the 4D was distracting. Fair enough. <laughs> there was no 4D during that period. I mean, in general, the whole film I was slightly distracting. You never know when it's going to happen. It's true. I'm sort of hanging on to your seat. And the guy next to me was a jiggler. I jiggled his foot whenever there wasn't anything else going on. So I felt like I was having 4D all the time. Yeah. Um, Maybe there's a dog in the And he also did this thing <laughs> where he would breathe out really heavily through his nose and so heavily that it was as much as when the air puffs were going past because of 4D. So I yeah. could have been sat next to a worse person for 4D, to be honest. But <laughs> hey, you got full surround Was this person yeah. Dan? No, unfortunately it was the person on my other side uh, who was there with his dad and, ch and saw fit to um, just point things out randomly. At oh, I hate those people. During the film. Yeah. It was just like, oh. there was no need for that. Like, yeah, we had a wonderful woman know. behind us who kept asking, oh, so that's Caesar. <laughs> yeah. Yes, lady. He was it's more been an like, hour. <laughs> his was more like pointing out things that were supposed to be subtextual and making them context. So like when Donkey was clearly dithering between yeah. whether or not he should give the grenade launcher or use the grenade launcher. And he turned to his dad and went, oh, he's, he's seeing what he's done now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that astute observation, but I didn't need it. So you have to turn around like, who are you, the narrator? Shut up! <laughs> well, next time I'll speak without audio narration. Yeah. I didn't, but he was too close for that. That's still slightly further away, I might have done. <laughs> That's still slightly better than the people who were sat behind me during La La Land, who, during the opening number, when they opened up the back of the truck and there was some bongos, they oh, look, they've got bongos! Why <laughs> do Oh no! Oh, and this was like that for the entire. Oh, they're dancing on that car now. Oh look, they're doing a spin. <laughs> but I, t I had to turn around, and tell them to shut up because I could not have listened to that the entire. Movie. See, this is what you need when you pirate a film. You need this to make <laughs> it so scary. The trouble is that going to the cinema would not be the same if you didn't have other people there. You need atmosphere. You know, if yeah. these are funny, they're funnier with a lot of people. Yeah. But on. On the other hand, it would be so much better if they just like screened people. You must be above a certain level of IQ, yeah, and be able to keep your mouth shut for two hours and your phone in your bag in order to see this film. I think that's a fair point. <laughs> <poem. laughs> well, film was it we were seeing that the, there were people and they were very loud. Uh, oh, that family who were running up and down the whole time. So, Wonder Woman or Baby Driver? Might have been Wonder. No, I went to see Wonder Woman with Lucy. No, it was Baby Driver. Yeah, it was Baby Driver. Right, yeah. let's circle this Sorry, back. Sorry, moving on. Rant back about to... rant about cinema goers over. Um, right, it's never over. Woody yeah. Harrelson, aka the Colonel. He's always fantastic in everything he is. He can't True. do wrong, I, really. I felt he was slightly underused. He was, but, but as we said before, before, the movie isn't about the humans. But I in know. a film where we have very, very little about the humans, having Woody Harrelson in there just makes it such a memorable character that you don't need a lot. No. 
of dialogue in there to um, talk about the character because he's what he can This is what's interesting. They never addressed what happened to Jason <laughs> Clarke's character in the first film. Uh, sorry, the second film, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, to Malcolm. No, but I mean, he's it's been two years of... since then, so presumably he died of the virus or something. Yeah. Luckily, um... they'd all died. <laughs> but that, that's just the assumption that I would have yeah. made. But I would say that Woody Harrelson's character, that his, his role is small but impactful. Yes. It might not be in there a whole lot, mm. but... It changes the course without him. That Caesar's this, journey. This, this is happen. why I felt that that exposition scene between him and Caesar was so necessary because it Absolutely. gave his character a bit more, so yeah, a bit, bit more screen time. Short time. But it wasn't well. that heavy as expositional scenes go. It wasn't yeah. like an info dump. It was just mm. giving a little bit of background. You understood why he did these things. It mm. may have been crazy and unnecessary and a bit over the top, but you understand why he's grieving for his son. I think what's but what's the situation, his son, that doesn't count. Yeah, but the situation <laughs> I put it on and that's why he hates the apes because they are the ones who are going to be in charge and he had to get rid of the monkeys. Son. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs>
don't go the way of the 1968 movies. Don't have a planet of apes. Maybe continue the story in some other way. Well, I think they kind of referenced it in the first movie because they had a shot of up to Mars, didn't they? And it got lost. And I think that was meant to be the... Um, the one that comes back and yeah. finds the planet over around with apes. Yeah. It may, may have just been an Easter egg. But it may have been, I'm but sure it was. it's there if they wanted to continue it. Did they even know when they made the first one if they were definitely doing the trilogy? Did it depend on how well the first one did? It usually does. I honestly don't know the answer to that one, but maybe... I mean, I didn't expect you to actually know the answer. I'm just saying that if they didn't know, then that could well, have been something that thought, well, I'll build that, we'll build that in and we could use that later if yeah. we have the opportunity. Because um, they could do it without it being 2,000 years on, like yeah. the original was. They could have it being that it's like a, even like 100 years later, mm. if they have some sort of hypersleep in there, I don't know. I can't remember that bit. But they come back and everything's all overgrown. It's obvious that it's Earth. And yeah. it was quite obvious that it was Earth in the first film that they just... It was Earth. All <laughs> over. <laughs> and but God, by that point, just ruined it any of the oh, humans will be um, fully affected by the virus. Yeah. Like, only 1% survive and that 1% is slowly becoming... Um, affected by it and they become a mute and less intelligent and the monkeys the apes are becoming so much more intelligent and take see there's only one route to go down now combine resident evil with planet the apes have millie Overbitch teaming up with apes to take out zombies you know what i thought during the um really you have something to say about this about this ludicrousy <laughs> yes because it kind of segues into zombies ludicrousy okay okay uh, that's, Lu a, that's a word ludicrousy yeah. No, that's not. No. A word. <laughs> Sounds cool. You were close to the first time. I am your human dictionary, yeah. and that is not a word. But it, it struck me that this film is quite like a zombie movie because you yeah. had like 28 days later where it's this huge virus that comes out and, virus, and yeah. there's just a few people who are immune. But instead of zombies, they're monkeys. Or that are intelligent. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate you so much. I feel like she's doing it on purpose now. <laughs> um, I'm just not going to talk anymore. Michael, oh. Michael Giacchino did the score for this movie. Who's done? He's he's basically becoming the the next best composer since John Williams. Mm, okay, I, um, I, can, uh... I loved his music in this. I thought it was great. There were so many moments yeah. where it was just talking and lower moments, and I thought the music was great. I just yeah, thought so I'd I comment on discuss... that. With the exception of Baby Driver, which was very overt. I'm not talking. I'm not talking about soundtracks. I'm talking about no. I know, yeah, but that was yeah. kind of a score. But no, it wasn't. As much as any movie that, regardless, it's not a debate for this this week. Okay. The point is that generally speaking, I just don't notice. I suppose if it was bad, I would notice. So the fact that I don't notice is a good thing. I suppose, but um, well, it's just not something that registers with me. I think you do need that in a score because, as we mentioned before, a lot of the characters don't speak. A lot of yeah. it is sign language. To have mm. all of that, being able to um, compel the uh, propel the story along without words and just mm. have the soundtrack there to convey emotion that you can't have through speech. Yeah, it did really well, and I I did notice it because I do notice. Background music, I love yeah. soundtracks. And, See, and Michael Giacchino felt the emotions, well. I presume that it was good yeah. and it worked. That, but it's not something that I... Pick up on. It's no. something I remember later. Okay. So, um, all right. Um, out of five, what did we think, Amy? Five. Maybe really? Five. Okay, Vicky. I think four and a half. I think some of it were a bit too brutal. It affected me a bit too much to really enjoy it and make me want to watch it over and over again. But I probably will watch it again because it was so fantastic. So it's just half a point off because a little bit 
too much, but it had the right impact to make me too, want to too, watch it. Too many monkeys. <laughs> too many monkeys. No, there's uh, monkeys. There are too many eight. Too many eggs. <laughs> no, that's no monkeys. Um, I was I was gonna say four and a half, but having marinated on it for a bit longer, I would say five as well. Mm. I think for me personally, though, the 4D did have an impact on that. And, and yeah, and that's hence why I want to see it again this week. Yeah. I think it did definitely make a difference. If it's on. As to how it's much I enjoyed it, because I feel like... Oh. I feel like Sorry. a lot of the film... <laughs> it's fine, just, make, just your, make your plans <laughs> while I'm talking. It's fine. Okay, the so 4D big... <laughs> definitely added something for me that wasn't there for the first year. I enjoyed it, the first year. Did it add an extra dimension? I definitely have said that at least once and then laughed wow. at myself for it. But it did. It really did. It made... I felt like I was more immersed in the film because of the 4D effect. Yeah. You know, I, de I definitely felt more connected to the characters and to the I plot. mean, you can truly appreciate an avalanche scene when you're being thrown out of your chair. <laughs> that <laughs> just is makes true. it so much more that real. And being covered in foam. Yes. It's the great. snow was kind of amazing. It was cool. Um, Interesting. So, that was Wolf of Planet of the Apes. Great movie. Absolutely. Surprising yeah. movie. Do um, see it. Hoping that... I'm, I'm hoping there's no more because I think it's such a great Look, trilogy. You, I mean, you never say you hope there's no more. I hope that if they do it, they do it right. Yeah. And they bring know. Andy Serkis back in. Just, you can just, just say, oh, the monkeys. A bad sequel. That's all we care about. <laughs> and they'll be the <laughs> Just monkeys. Just bring a load of monkeys with yeah. you instead. War for the planet of the monkey. Yes. We new franchise. We can do it. <laughs> that budget version. I'm not sure who you're referring to as the monkeys here, but I think I'm insulted. Um, I'm pretty uh, sure Rory's always barking in his sleep. Yeah. You've said you've said monkeys too many times. Yeah. All right. So um, our next me? movie is more than likely going to be Cars Three. There's no. I know that Cars Three's been out for a while now, but there's nothing else on. We just haven't had the time to go see it. It hasn't been out in this country yet. No, unfortunately, this is, this is happening a lot later. I'm getting yeah. kind of pissed off with it. We're getting films Rough too late, night, so much longer. Big delay than... for that. Yeah. I don't know what the holdup is, but but then you know, as long get... as we don't do it with American Assassin, I'm good. Yeah, we get like Jurassic World, and we had Guardians of the Galaxy and Civil War before America. We're so... getting Jurassic World too. Yeah. Fallen the Kingdom. Big ones. Two weeks before uh, the next two one. Two weeks. Two ages. weeks before the US. That's quite a lot. Yeah. Ages. Considering, yeah. Although saying that, you know, they've had rough night two months. And we, and on that so. case, we will be seeing it opening night. And I do intend to do a podcast as soon as we return for that one. <laughs> we're going to send the kids away that night, then, yeah, yeah. because yeah. I don't really know how we're going to sit up and do a podcast and then deal with them the next day. Yeah, absolutely. We'll be doing it. We'll figure it out. Um, all right. So thanks for listening as usual, and uh, we will see you for episode six when we do cars, and hopefully in between that we'll have a, a brief review of It Comes at Night if we get yeah. a chance to see that although now we're on the slate for three movies next week so yeah. <laughs> we'll see how that pans out okay. but thanks for listening thanks, thanks. bye guys